0: Keith, in, in your honor, speaking of bringing us down, oh, you're really going to ruin this? It's time to talk about our next candidates for apartments. Aww. Oh, I thought
1: it was going to be news quick. Alex
0: Trebek. No, I just want to demonstrate that I use. Don't do it. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. <laughs> I just want to demonstrate <laughs> that I fit in a, a, a well executed segue that you're known for doing on your show.
1: All right, I'm out of here.
0: <laughs> I'm done.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Slow check out the, this down and walk away. Check out the pop-up film cast. You'll love it. For all my segue greatness. <laughs> all right.
0: Well, at our last meeting, we completed our last apartment, which I think, uh, yeah, when Artie Johnson moved in with Billy Drago and Leia Coca I don't remember in our 12th apartment. Are you familiar with this segment, Harlan? I am not. Okay. So basically, we have a an apartment complex and each apartment has three bedrooms in it.
1: It's a really big island that this campus is on. Mm-hmm. And,
0: and as and as famous people die, we have discussions about those celebrities and we discuss whether or not they're worthy of occupying one of the rooms in one of our three-room apartments. So, here are the... The here are the, <laughs> the funny thing is I don't think we've ever explained that. Yeah. I think people generally caught yeah, on. Yeah, they get it, yeah. But I wanted to do it for the Malones.
2: For the Malones, right.
0: Yeah. Since he's here to participate. Okay, so here are candidates. Here's our first one, brought to us by Casey Jones. Jack Davis, American cartoonist, illustrator, and the the last surviving artist from the EC Comics imprint has died from complications related to a stroke. He was 91. Have you guys heard of Jack Davis? No. Nope. But certainly you've heard of Mad Magazine. 100%. Okay. Well, Davis was perhaps best known... As one of the... Fe- no, that was the, uh, the uh, guy behind Garfield Comics. Those are two different people. God,
2: totally different people.
0: Yeah. Davis was perhaps best known as one of the founding cartoonists for Mad Magazine, which started in 1952. He was first published at age 12. After graduation, Davis remained in his hometown working as a cartoonist uh, intern at the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, Keith which is your local newspaper today. (laughs) From there, Davis began working as a freelancer for William Gaines' EC Comics. EC Comics was best known for the horror comics such as Tales from the Crypt. Mm. I didn't know that was a comic. I just thought it was a TV show or whatever. Do you guys know that was a comic strip? No, I (laughs) didn't know that. Oh, Keith did. Okay. Of course. Because I know everything. (laughs) Right. MVP. MVP. (laughs) Davis took over the, as the Crypt Keeper, wow, wow. Uh, stories in 1951. In August of 1952, MAD premiered as a comic book under the EC umbrella before uh, converting it to, its, to a magazine in 1955. Davis was one of the founders um, of the usual gang of idiots of MAD alongside editor and writer Harvey Kurtzman and fellow artist Wally Wood, Will Elder, and John Severin. There wasn't anything Jack couldn't do. Front covers, caricatures, sports scenes, monsters. His comedic range was just incredible. His ability to put energy and motion into its drawings. It was Jack's immediate recognizable style that revolutionized comic illustration. That style also graced numerous TV guide covers and film posters. His work can be seen on marketing materials for classic films such as American Graffiti, The Bad News Bears. It's a mad, mad Mad, Mad World, and The Long Goodbye. Gentlemen, does Jack Davis, one of the founding members, a cartoonist for Mad Magazine, deserve to be the first resident of our 13th apartment?
1: Uh, I'm going to say no. Interesting. Because despite knowing his work, you wouldn't know his name offhand. Correct.
0: Wow. Adam? Adam? I'm sorry, that this is our twelfth apartment.
2: Yeah, I think that he has a really, really storied career. He really does. Really storied, and he has a lot of influence. I just feel like he falls into the category of somebody who has like a lot of, has done a lot of cool things, but yeah. You know, the hard part for me is that he has a storied career and he has a lot of influence, like right. you know, into that, into that into that genre. Yeah. And he's been in a lot of crap. I mean, like, you don't, I mean, all the things he's been in, but I mean, and, and you, when you look at his picture, like, it looks like a sweet guy, you know, how do you like <laughs> how do you say no to that face? But like, I don't know. I think, I think that at the bottom, at the end of the day, like, no one would know who he is. I mean, we've put Not the guy who
1: invented the calculator in, so I don't know if that. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, uh, but the when you, 86, the TI 86, TI
2: 86 the TI-86, eighty-six. That's classic, <laughs>
1: classic.
0: So, w- what's your vote, Adam? Keith Keith is a no. Yeah, yeah, the
2: Malones are a no. The Malones are a no? I'm a no. Wow. Adam? I'm going to say no, but I could be swayed.
1: Well, there's no swing. That's a majority. Well, I haven't voted yet. He hasn't voted yet. Well, it's so three we, to we could
2: one, could one so
0: that would be a If majority. you have a compelling... Well, I mean, technically, it's four to one right now, because he's
1: three Malones. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's... <laughs>
0: It's really unfortunate for Jack Davis that the Malones are on the show tonight. Yes, he has
1: four to one right now. I like this. You get three votes. That's good Jack, stuff. I,
0: I, I wasn't. I, I've never heard of him. No. When, I, when I read and did the research, actually did some research. Cursory. It was cursory. Mm-hmm. I promise you. I would never do more than that. Uh, I was swayed, and I was, I was going to vote for him to go in.
2: See? I'm not I'm not going to try to convince you to change your vote. I would vote for him to go in. Well, I was just it's funny you say that cuz I'm like as I'm scrolling I'm like, "Okay, let me just see." Like it's a long scroll. It's a very long scroll. It's a very long scroll of his career. <laughs> and he's got I mean, he was nominated to the Hall of Fame of what? Uh, stuff that he was nominated <laughs> to the Hall of Fame long for? Long scrolls. Long scrolls and storied careers. He's a recent nominee into the long
0: scroll Hall of Fame.
2: Well, the problem is here that if we both vote yes, it's 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 a deadlock. That's true. Although well, I guess it's still four to two.
0: Yeah, because there's three
1: Malone's voting. Three Malone's
2: right. Yeah.
1: Based on the criteria that we Yeah, give, I think that from like, what
2: we said before, like we have a pretty strict criteria and okay, nobody knows.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, guy. so that's so it's a no for you. Yeah. Okay, all right. Fair enough.
1: Sorry, I, Jack. I got
2: to this. really weighs on me as if this <laughs> was like a thing. <laughs> you,
1: know, you saw a space. Like, you saw his face, that's why. Uh, no, I know, I should look at his face. Like, oh. F-
2: Never Grandpa. look at
0: their face. <laughs> <Grandpa>. <laughs> that, that, that That's like if you're a farmer, don't name your animals. <laughs> don't name your animals. his face. Now you're a believer. <clears throat> okay. Well, sorry, Jack Davis. Founding illustrator for Mad Magazine. You are not admitted. Okay, but admitted. to be fair, that's
2: a niche. Uh-uh. You are not admitted <laughs> into an apartment. I'm sorry. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, founder of Mad Magazine, everyone knows it. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty niche publication.
0: Okay. It's only been around for 60 years. All right. Okay, let's move on to our next candidate. Uh that was brought to us by by the way, who brought who brought Jack Davis to us? Did I say Casey Jones? I think I did say that. Okay, our next candidate is brought to us by Dave Champa. That would be Rudger Hauer. Rudger Hauer. Hundred percent. Oh wow, okay. We haven't gotten to voting yet. Don't have to. <laughs> malone's you know would you like would you like to vote early counts you know his name so what actually I? <laughs> that, that i mean that's our first litmus test for consideration mm-hmm. uh okay so j- do you guys want me to even tell you anything about redger howard you just want to do oh, okay great you have to okay redger howard the versatile dutch leading man of the 70s who went on to star in the 1982 blade runner as roy batty haven't seen blade runner Died. I haven't seen Blade Runner. Okay, just get over it. (laughs) Died July 19th at his home in the Netherlands after a short illness. He was 75. Um, Okay, so Blade Runner, believe it or not, was a resounding flop at its original release, but it became a cult classic. And more recently, he appeared in a pair of 2005 films as Cardinal Rourke in Sin City. And as the corporate villain uh, who Bruce Wayne discovers is ruining the Wayne Corp in Christopher Nolan's Batman Begins. He's also
1: he, in Hobo with a Shotgun.
0: <laughs> I haven't seen that, but he was also in True Blood for True Blood fans. Yep. Anyway, yada, yada, yada. He was in a bunch of stuff uh, as the decades went on. Rudger Howard is, is a very recognizable name. Um, do we need to vote? Adam, would you vote Rudger Howard? In, man. Wow, okay. No hesitation. Balones?
1: I know the name. But he's not even as decorated as the guy you oh, just in, said. No, he's also uh, he's one of the stars of Lady Hawk, which is another great movie. Yeah.
0: Also, Malone, so you don't have the benefit of knowing who has and hasn't been I
1: voted in. But I, but I would just tell you that the bar is high. It's high? Yeah. Then nope. It's pretty high. Then I'm not letting him in. Oreo the raccoon still didn't get in. So, my. <laughs> <laughs> you, would, you would not hesitate. You would put in Rudger Howard. Absolutely. Yes, he's been in he he's well, the he's, he's, blade a, he's well enough known that he should go in. He's well enough known. Dude, he has 170
2: acting credits.
1: Okay. Well, how many of those are American? Well,
0: that, <laughs> is, that is an excellent <laughs> question. No, I'm serious. That cause, Yes, yeah, how that, many were
1: Dutch porn? That's <a> load. <laughs> yeah. 140 of those were Dutch porn, but the other. Okay, so now we're, we're at really 140 percent. He gets it. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I mean, I'm only vaguely familiar. He did do a lot of stuff and, and his career was really long. And generally, if, if the name is recognizable and he's got that many credits, like way over a hundred. I mean, the guy was a prolific actor for decades and decades. It looks like 40 years of film. I wasn't going to put him in because I didn't think that the things that he did were that impactful. But but he, based on other people and the reasons why we've put other people in. You were
1: also not <coughs> going to put Peter Mayhew in. I don't remember what my stance on Peter Mayhew was. You were not going to put him in. I think I was. You going thought to, he was a one trick pony because no, no, he only did one character. No, no.
0: You know what? Actually, you're confusing me with my friend John McKay. I was going to put Peter Mayhew in, and then John McKay sent me a private text message, like throwing a fit over the fact that we were going to consider Peter Peter Mayhew. <laughs> so you're, you're you're just confusing me with my friend John. I think based on the reasons we put other people in, like we put character actors in with long resumes yeah, that no one yeah, recognized. Right. So. The Malones would not put Rudger Howard in and I understand that position. Uh you guys both didn't hesitate at all. I'm a little bit on the fence, but based on precedence, I will vote to put him in. Hell yeah. So Rudger Howard. Right move. Rudger Hauer, you'll be the first resident of our 12th apartment. will be a good villain up there in the apartments, too. Oh, and by the way, by the way, not not to kill all of the conversation we just had, but Rudger Hauer was our lead vote getter in the intern's choice poll with 43%. Uh-huh.
1: I like how you make this like a dramatic thing. You know you have the answer all together. He's in already, but let's argue it But let's out. still discuss this. It's fun to discuss. Of course.
0: Admit it. Okay, our next candidate comes to us from Kerry McGinnis. I know what Adam's going to say, but we're going to have a brief discussion anyways. Stuart, the dog that portrayed Cheddar on Brooklyn Nine-Nine recently passed Aww, away. Man. Sad news for members of the Nine-Nine family today. Stuart, the 13-year-old Corgi, who played Captain, Captain Holt's dog Cheddar, In most of his appearances on the show has died. Stewart's owner and trainer released the news on Instagram today. That's really weird, kind of. Uh, Including details of the dog's last day, which include a trip to the beach, playing in the surf, and getting to eat some of his favorite burgers from In-N-Out, Keith. Oh, yeah. All right. Does Cheddar get in? No.
1: The animal area. Question. How many animals are in the... None, because Chris has a thing where he won't let them in.
2: <laughs> well, we we, have, we created an animal I we area. Did.
1: I thought we did start voting animals in. Yeah, we, we created an animal oh, area. Oh, you know what it was?
0: Uh, I think Oreo didn't get in, but but uh, Grumpy, Grumpy Cat, Cat did. did get in. Yeah. 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 Justice
1: for Oreo. No to share. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> Hashtag justice for Oreo. And Oreo and then, is, uh, all right, the, hang on. The okay. raccoon actually played Rocket in uh, the Guardians. They had was a real a, rac- raccoon. Yeah. And his name is Oreo. No, he doesn't get in, though. I didn't even know it was a real raccoon. Why would you let him in? But you put Grumpy, you put Grumpy Cat in? Yeah. yeah He's because got
2: T-shirts. Grumpy Cat has T-shirts. That was exactly what I said. Perpetuity Grumpy like Cat. matters here. Gr- Grumpy Cat would be around forever. All right, Garfield was
1: around long before all right, Grumpy Cat. All right. Hang on. And hang on. Garfield
2: would get in if he died. <laughs> if he wasn't bah, fictional. Huh? <laughs> okay, Keith,
0: your vote is no. Harlan, does ch- no. does Cheddar get in?
2: No. Brooklyn Nine-Nine? I know.
1: No. Wow. You got Grumpy Cat in there. The this way, guy here, is so not on here, Grumpy Cat's level. He's not the original not one, which means another one died. They replaced them. They're just going to replace him again. The character is not going away. All right. Hang on. just well, Cheddar, does Cheddar I mean, get in? No, I mean, it. does Cheddar get in? No, no. no based <laughs> on uh, the uh, criteria.
2: Time, it's voting time. Bus, based on the criteria that we've set forth for even animals, mm-hmm. he's less popular than Rocket. If I put... 10 corgis out rocket there you wouldn't be able to pick a, out the we right one cool. <laughs> all
0: right well, i'm just saying
2: like if we didn't let rocket in
0: okay so so we've got a no 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 i'm also gonna vote no but unfortunately folks he tied rudger howard
2: <laughs> 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 i saw that coming man you You're a
1: of so
0: Congratulations,
2: Stuart! You've been admitted into the into the apartment <laughs> complex. Well, I'm not sad about it. I'll be <laughs> honest. I'm not either. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't have to make that decision. Jeez, Man, guess. Captain Raymond Holt <laughs> really mad at me. Mm-hmm. All right,
0: all right. Let's let's discuss our last and final candidate. That was brought to us by Chris Devos. Ross Perot, self-made billionaire, renowned patriot, and two-time independent candidate for U.S. president, has died after a five-month battle with leukemia. He was 89.
2: I thought he died a long time ago. He That's why he did.
0: Um, and, and I didn't know he died at all, so. He really just mean? died recently, and if you would. Oh, sure. I'm positive. Santa, Santa Klugman, is it? No, this is definitely not a Jack Klugman
2: the Mandela effect.
0: Here's some information about Ross Pro, the pioneer of of the computer services industry, who founded Electronic Data Systems Corp in 1962 and Pro Systems Corp 26 years later. was five foot four, but his presence was larger than life. <laughs> Ross Pro Jr, his only son and CEO of the Pro Group, described him this way: mm-hmm. He was a great family man, a wonderful father, but at the end of the day. He was a wonderful humanitarian. Every day he came to work trying to figure out how he could help somebody. He started his empire, I actually really like his story, on his 32nd birthday as a one man operation financed with $1,000 he borrowed from his wife, Margot, who, who he, he was married to for 60 years. Wow. Mm. Pro came up with the name Electronic Data Systems, uh, known most commonly as EDS, while attending Sunday services at Highland Park Presbyterian Church, which i have attended. <laughs> huh. He wasn't paying attention in, in church. No, apparently. he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> pro became a pro became a multimillionaire when he took EDS public in 1968. No matter how busy pro pro was, family dinners were sacrosanct when the children were growing up. In a 2018 interview, Pro Junior describes the family dinner the night before the company's IPO. Dad said. Now tomorrow we're going to take EDS public, and a lot of people are going to write about the money that we that we have. But remember, none of this is important. The only thing that is important is our family and how we take care of and respect our family. Pro became a billionaire in 1984 when General Motors Corp. bought EDS for nearly 2.6 billion dollars. But and this is my favorite part of the story: the marriage marriage of titans was short-lived. Pro and GM chairman Roger Smith butted heads. GM wanted to make, uh, make acquisitions. Pro wanted to make better cars and fund the employee pension fund. So in 1986, the automaker shelled out $750 million to buy back Pro stock. Unfortunately <laughs> for EDS, uh, GM's three-year non-compete um, agreement with Pro wasn't airtight. So in 1988, two years later, Pro and Pro Junior and a handful of former EDS loyalists launched Pro Systems in Plano. The information technology services company grew to more than thir- 23,000 employees and had an annual revenue of 2.8 billion dollars when Dell Incorporated acquired them in 2009 for 3.9 billion. Wow! Now remember, he started with a $1,000 loan from his wife. Now he's up to literally several billions of dollars. Many Americans knew Newt Pro because of his two his two third-party runs uh, at the presidency in ni- 92 and 96. They knew his his high-pitched twang thanks to Dana Carvey skits on Saturday Night Live, which, by the way, Dana Carvey playing Ross Pro in the lobby of an office building with Kevin Nealon that ends with him riding Chris Farley like a bucking bronco is one of the funniest sketches (laughs) ever to air on Saturday Night Live. It's one of my favorites. And they knew about his thirty-minute paid infomercials with simple but scary economic charts that gave win to his campaign sales. I remember
2: that I was so frustrated. Like, why is this on TV right now? <laughs> yeah, because you're like fourteen. And you're yeah, like, I, like, I want to watch Dukes of Hazard <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> nope.
0: Right. I was say, uh, oh, okay. Because
2: I'm nine years old and I'm like, I want to get back to TGIF. <laughs>
0: right, of course. So anyway, does Ross
2: Pro deserve to be the second person? in our 12th apartment. That's a hard question because he was basically just a really good businessman that a lot of people knew because he ran for president. Hands. I don't, he I don't, was a
1: great guy. I don't know if you heard Hands about all the things that he did down. before he
2: ran for president. I mean, he's amazing. He's no, amazing.
1: No Oreo, no Perot.
0: We got to remember that um, Herb Kelleher and Lee Iacocca both got admitted in
1: as pioneers I, no, from the I, business I, industry. I think Perot gets it. Hands down. Yeah. Hands down.
0: I mean, I'm also... I'm. I'm going to go ahead and say out of turn, I would absolutely put Ross Perot in, in an apartment. The I, only third-party candidate Perot.
1: that actually, the closest
0: third-party candidate we've had. In he got like 19%. Yeah, did he in, get 19%? Oh, yeah. 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 Basically, he's the, he's the reason that George George H. Bush Lost. didn't get reelected yep. because he was such a a... A force as a third-party candidate yep. like like he's he's the by a million miles the most successful third-party candidate yep. yeah. So he, he okay. was a pioneer in the u.s. political system you
2: know i remember him saying like if we can just get this percentage and i thought it was like he was off by a lot but i guess I here's, remember. here's I the had, big
1: kicker he also got 43 percent in the intern
0: <laughs> 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 third-party no, candidate no, no he didn't actually actually, actually he got zero percent nobody voted
1: for him.
2: i'm, I'm glad uh-huh. he's in like honestly i yeah, I, I, no, I think he should be in I heard a for story sure, about someone sure.
1: who went to one of his ranches and said that he had a, a very modest dress code that he made all the women wear. They had to have wow. dresses down to their knees. Yeah. Like but she said the the facility was amazing. Yeah. And it's going to really well, I mean,
2: hey, he passed the first criteria. Everybody knows his name. He was parodied over and over again by More Dana Carvey anything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, fair.
1: It's been a very long day, but I don't know why when Harlan you said that somebody went to his ranch and instead of like very modest dresses, I don't. I thought you were gonna say very modest giraffes. <laughs> <laughs> those
0: and The are whole important. thing was was <laughs> those are important though, bro. And I was like, very wow, important. It's crazy. Well, the worst thing you want to encounter out in the world is. Right,
2: modest giraffes, modest, giraffes. modest yeah. giraffes. Yeah, you want those slutty giraffes? <laughs> <laughs> slutty giraffes. That's just a concept I didn't think I was have place. to contemplate today. Yeah, well, hey, man, we're breaking new ground all over the place, <laughs> all over the place.
0: Okay, well, it's three against one. Unless you want to make it unanimous. No, I'm, I, I want him in. I was just opening up for discussion. So you're voting yes? Yes, absolutely. Unanimous. Ross Pro. Becomes a second uh, resident in our
2: twelfth mm-hmm. apartment. You, right. got, you
1: get a suite with like a second bathroom or something. When you get yeah. no,
2: no, no. S- we'll give him a small room, and he'll just like build his own empire from there. He's five four. Small <laughs> yeah. room is fine. Yeah.
1: We'll,
0: we'll give him like a like a uh, like a love seat in someone else's apartment. All of a sudden, he'll own the whole complex. <laughs> 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 so, for now, our work is done here. If you'd like to nominate someone for consideration or vote on an existing candidate, you can do that by joining the Gravity Beard Interns on Facebook. And search interns choice poll. Find us on Twitter by searching at the Gravity Beard. You can share your thoughts via our hotline. That number is 321-465-2180. Thank you to our friend Phil Rude for the illustration we use for our episode art. For my pal Lord Saunders, I'm your co-host TOF. This has been Three Room Apartment, a Gravity Beard production. We'll see you next time.
2: Have a good one, everybody.